0: Hello, hello, and welcome
1: to Best Sellers. Sellers is a guy on the Chiefs coming straight home, home to, to me. me. <laughs> 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 Don't sue us, Taylor. We
0: a <laughs> promise. It's it's out of love. <laughs> it's out of love always. And I'm Maddie, and I'm Brittany. No, I'm Tyler. Hi. <laughs> Was that genuine? (laughs) No, I was thinking of that line. You're like Jamie. That's what I was going to, yeah, it was a reference. I'm so smart. You are so smart. Thank
1: you. That is chilling when, spoiler alert, when Jamie Spears says, I'm just like, I'm the captain exactly. Just like (laughs) Captain Phillips, I'm Britney Spears now. That is chilling. And we'll get to that because what we're reading this week is. The Woman and Me by Brittany Jean Spears. The one we and only. decided to go against the wishes of the wheel.
0: We hope that there are no consequences we do. to that. Um, but first,
1: <clears throat> I have to discuss and ask. <laughs> I almost texted to remind you <laughs> to think of the questions so that you wouldn't be stressed.
0: Impossible. Do you want me to answer first? Would yeah, that be less will, stressful? Yes, because then I have a second to think about okay. it.
1: Okay. So the question... That we've settled on is what was your best selling moment of the week? Um, I went to waltz. Don't know it. In Eagle Rock, because yeah. I wanted to get matches. Mm. And oh, yeah, right. I felt like walking back into the 70s, but like a movie version of the 70s where everyone was hot, because <laughs> everyone is like a <laughs> investor over there. But I couldn't think I would fit. In. What were you wearing? I was wearing, <laughs> I, was, wearing. <laughs> I was wearing I'll tell you head to toe. Give me every accessory. Okay. I believe it was head to toe thread up, baby. This, yeah. Please sponsor me. Um, I was wearing a kind of plaid long blazer and a shirt. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, that is good. I don't remember what shirt. Oh, it was just like a shirt from Old Navy. And yeah. then a midi denim, black denim skirt. And then I went across the street to Greyhound. I love it. There they have
0: cauliflower wings. You're making me hungry.
1: Okay. That was way too long. But what was your best selling moment? You had plenty of time to think about it. (laughs) You can't be stressed.
0: My best selling moment of the week is I did my annual trip with a group of friends to go apple-less apple picking, <laughs> uh, which is a funny tradition we started uh, because we went apple picking one year and we did not do enough research on the orchard that we went to. And we showed up to the orchard and- Or like the
1: season. Or the season. We went,
0: <laughs> we went in December um, and we showed up at the orchard the very first time that we did it and all the apples were gone, but we did everything else. So we did like like- the donuts yeah. and like the cider and sort of all that. And so now every year we do that. I you love know that. this. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but well, we you're now telling do that. The listeners. I'm telling the listeners.
1: We, we look at the <laughs> laptop whenever we mention the listeners. Listener. Listen. No listen. listeners.
0: We I have two. Who's the second? Isabel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My friends got very mad because they listened to the episode this weekend. Oh. And they, when we were on the apple picking trip, uh, and they were like, why does Lewis get so many shout outs? And I was like, because you guys haven't given me commentary on the Did pod. Did they give you anything to discuss? So now they're saying that they're going to listen to it next time and give me things to... Okay, we'll say their names. And that's what I said. I said, you have to earn it. <laughs> what are we drinking, mm. Tyler? I'll tell you what we're drinking. So I walked down the street to the nearest wine shop, which is called literally Wine Stop mm-hmm. in Silver Lake. Uh, which I said I would give a shout out to. So shout out to Wine Stop and Silver Lake. And there was a very nice man who I walked in, I looked confused and he was like, well, how can I help you today? And I was like, this might be really weird, but I need a wine that matches Britney Spears' memoir. Help. And he was like, okay. <laughs> but I love that. What a fun, yeah, fun prompt for he didn't picking e- out a wine. He didn't even blink. Didn't even blink. Yeah. He like, It's like he heard it before. So <laughs> He's like, ugh, you're the 100 this week angelinos um and so he helped me choose a wine and I was like listen I don't know what I want but like help me figure it out so we chose a wine that has a woman on it um but specifically we chose a canned wine that has a woman on it because he specifically said I feel like Britney Spears would enjoy a canned wine because she's very down to earth she she's very like rural southern
1: girl southern girl she mm-hmm. likes to drink a." Uh, a white Russian in the minivan with her mom at <laughs> That's age daiquiris. 13. Mm-hmm. She loves a daiquiri.
0: Um, yeah, I think she would like this. Yeah. And there's a woman on the front, and Brittany is a woman. so She is. And the memoir is titled A Woman.
1: The Woman in Me. A Woman in Me. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: ooh. it's a random woman. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh. oh
1: which brought me to. I'll elaborate on this later, but whenever I read about a sad woman, I'm like, you should try being gay. I feel like
0: you'd have a much better time. So is your recommendation to Britney Spears that she needs to be gay? I don't think she wants to, but I think someone would treat her really nice. So many women would treat her so nice. Ooh. Okay. I love it. What's next? I'll give you the overview. All
1: right. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to do. It's a memoir. So it's Britney Spears' life. But give me the beats. Give me the beats. It kind of takes us from her childhood, mainly in rural Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Kentwood, I believe. Is that right? Kentwood, yeah. Uh, she had a tough childhood. She became a global sensation, global pop star, and kind of escaped that um, dynamic of her tough childhood. But the trauma followed her. Um, she ends up kind of becoming the sole provider for her family, sexualized at a very early age. We know this. And kind of just repeatedly is denied love by the few people she actually wants Mm -hmm. to love her, maybe. And, um, when things kind of reach ahead and break down, again, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know this, but her parents gain control over her life by putting her in a conservatorship that is really not warranted and um then we kind of follow her journey of figuring out how to break free going into my my gripes and light I was to my gripes and light my gri- you're still not saying words <laughs> gripes and likes okay but i wanted to rhyme and um <laughs> it, message me if you have a better rhyme it's going to be fun later. Why does it say Maddie 13 Clambler
0: 12? <laughs> are these, these are AIM usernames. Maddie
1: 1 through Maddie 1 through 12 We're taken. Clambler 1 through 11 We're taken. So I had to use I can't <laughs> <read>. well,
0: <okay. laughs> it's a, it can't be the wine there's something it else it can't in be the wine it's like a lack of oxygen Brittany would love
1: this Brittany loves to laugh and be silly and play we love Brittany she's we so funny we love Brittany <laughs> okay I, I would love to be silly with her in Paris in Vegas so
0: <laughs> we've been silly in Vegas once we have been silly in Vegas we went to the Taylor Swift show yeah we did
1: okay <laughs> I wanted. I was gonna make a Britney pun joke, but it, like five times the laptop said, "Do you want to use blue snowball mic?" and I had to say no. And then finally, oh, we <laughs> just take a walk. We already took a walk. We took a really long I'm walk. We took a long walk because our dog needed to poop.
0: And they both did, I, they did. And they did zoomies too. And they did we zoomies did, we too. We need to do some zoomies.
1: <laughs> We—that's we, what it is. I'm not we, drunk. I just have the zoomies. <laughs> we
0: should run around the apartment a few times. <laughs>
1: This might be the biggest meltdown we've had, and we're not even like sweating our asses off. Usually, like we'd be breaking down because we were like
0: dripping sweat. I opened the door. I made a you breeze. Did. You made a breeze for me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a second to breathe. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: give me, give me more detail. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Um, I know what do you want there were a lot of points in the book where like she would mention something or she kind of give it was kind of like a spark notes. I don't know if sparks it's spark snots. or sparks. <laughs> sparks
0: sparks notes sparks notes
1: version of her mm. life where like we got all she was like I was feeling this my parents were doing this I think this is why they did this but we didn't really get to like be kind of dropped into the moment like maybe we were in like uh, I'm glad my mom died or something where mm. you're like really in the moment. Um, it was kind of like, here's a kind of an overview of my, yes. my life. And we, we did get a lot of details, but I wanted more like, what did she feel like in that moment? What was her thought process? Like, um, well, one, I have a couple examples. One okay. was she described seeing Christina like years after Mickey Mouse club. And mm-hmm. she just said, she looked pretty messed up. And I thought, <laughs> what does that mean? She she
0: moved on after that. She mm-hmm. didn't elaborate. What did you mean? She seemed pretty messed up. In what way? I just wish there was more detail. Like she takes sort yeah. of a 30,000 foot view of yeah. her life, which is understandable because yeah. she's lived a life. She's lived a lot of, lived through a lot of huge events. Yeah. She's the princess of pop she has a lot of st- stuff happening um <laughs> so i understand yeah <laughs> We're gonna move on <laughs> anyways you okay
1: i'm good okay okay that does lead me to a discussion yes. question then okay, I'll, I'll go back to my wanting more detail thing but do you think that's because she maybe doesn't have enough distance from like what mm. she lived through like it's only been two years since her
0: conservatorship Ended. So the answer is no, but I think she is, <laughs> yes. I think she is on the the journey to doing that. Like yeah. I think being free for the mm-hmm. first time and being sort of out in Cancun and sort of just being on an island and being yeah. able to just sit with yourself for a second. Mm-hmm. She's begun the process of looking at her life and trying to unpack it Yeah but I think this is going to be a very long journey for her. Like I I can't imagine being someone like Britney Spears and having this much trauma in your life and being able to sort of figure it out in like a year or in a book. But I do think this is the beginning of her. Like, I don't want to call it like an apology tour, but I think she. Like a recover or like. um, It's like a healing. Healing. It's a healing journey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's like. Just like Whitney on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is always saying her healing, healing, healing journey. She has a Utah accent. So she does that thing hilling is that what utahs sound like they, they just have an annoying accent where it's like mountain but they do like drop the t but Ma-an. also are like pillow hilling anyway um yeah i think i agree where it's like it's maybe not the memoir we would get if she had a lot more distance between what happened to her hmm. um but I think maybe she wanted to write it and like that's her right and um I do think maybe like I don't know what ghostwriter she worked with on this but like it was very funny a lot of the reviews I didn't really include this in my um game mm. but there were a lot of reviews that were like I don't think she wrote it I'm like yeah no of
0: shit not. no
1: celebrity like almost no celebrity writes their own memoir they often have ghostwriters that's just like I think we are in an era of where, like, enough people are reading celebrity memoirs that we need to just start saying, like, you know, written by Britney Spears with da-da-da. Yes, yes. It would also be helpful as a reader for me to be like, oh, I love this Ghostwriters work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think a lot of people really need that, like, to help kind of draw out, like, I think Britney's voice was very present in this. Yeah. But I don't think her, like... um, I don't think there was someone sitting with her being like, well, what what led you to that thought process? You know, like another part where I wanted to know more of what she was thinking in the moment was um, when she made the decision to just like walk off the stage when she announced her like second Mm -hmm. Vegas residency, which is like in a lot of the kind of documentaries about her, which she doesn't like. So sorry, Brittany, I did watch them. Um, But, you know, she was supposed to announce her, it's like second leg of her Vegas residency. And she's supposed to like go on stage and sing a song. Maria Lopez announces her. She walks out, like waves the crowd and basically keeps walking, gets in an SUV. Tyler did a little wave <laughs> that you couldn't see. Princess wave. Princess wave. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here today. Um, and I wanted to know, she was just like, and I did this and it was done, but it, we didn't really get like, What was her thought process leading up to this moment? What was the, like, second when she decided to do this? What was she thinking right after? Was she like, holy shit, my heart is racing? Like, we did get a little bit more of that in, like, a moment, like, when she was talking about how she decided to do the kiss with Madonna Mm -hmm. at the VMAs. Where she was like, we wanted it to be kind of, like, provocative, whatever. But I wanted it to
0: be a moment that people talked about, like, the snake, you know? Yeah. and so I did the kiss. Um, My question about yeah. that, though, is she, and I, I looked through that chapter just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Did she ask Madonna It doesn't to sound do like the it. Because it sounds like she just did it on the spot. It Be- does not sound like it. Because in the book, she was like, yeah, we, in all of our rehearsals, we did an air kiss. And then yeah. five minutes before the performance, she was like, what if we did it for real? I always thought Madonna, like, had the idea to do that. Because it seems like
1: a very Madonna yeah. thing to do. At the time, it was very provocative. Pro- Productive, Prod- 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 <laughs> provocative, provocative. Mm. Um, now, which is like that's so dumb. Um, but now, I'd just be like, "Ooh, fun, sexy." Yeah, she sold it. She sold it. I like. I loved hearing that detail about the career. I yeah, I'd love to hear a little more. Did she talk to Madonna? Um, a couple of other things I really liked were like the little details that we maybe didn't know if we've been like following. The free Britney movement. You know, both of us. (laughs) I I just want to tell you about all of Tyler's little (laughs) gestures. She just did a kind of like I don't even know what like a piece like a a throwdown. This is like a throwdown gangster move.
0: I can't help. I'll sit on my I'll sit on my hands. One of my initial thoughts about this book is sort of I'm so fascinated by who Britney is as a person because Mm -hmm. she feels equally split between being this sex icon in the 2000s that showed women how to appreciate their bodies and how to sort of like use their bodies and the power that their bodies have. But then she's also equally kind of this like angelic, Mm -hmm. innocent Southern girl Mm -hmm. uh, who just craves normalcy. And so we get a little bit of that when we talk about the video for Baby One More Time, Mm -hmm. because in that chapter, she basically says all of these executives, executives were sitting around and they were talking about like what to do for the idea for this music video. And she was like, I just want to be a regular teen girl. And I, I just love that the original idea was
1: like every other video in the early aughts or like late nineties where it was like, it's
0: space, <laughs> it's space <laughs> right. and astronauts and everything's kind of Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I want to be in high school. Like, thank God, Brittany. Thank God you did that. Yes. And I, that's just one thing that I loved about her throughout the book is that she always, she vacillates between like wanting sort of to be on stage and wanting to perform and, and indulge in that part of herself, but then also wanting to honor the sort of small town girl part of her that wants just like a really slow life. We don't know what's happening. All you need to know is that the computer is malfunctioning, and so this might be very choppy. But we will figure it
1: out. Not only that, but we're also kind of out of our minds
0: today. <laughs> we don't really know why. The canned wine is more dangerous than you'd think.
1: I think so. Um, uh-uh. While, <laughs> so we talked for a while, then we looked up and realized it hadn't been recording. Back to what we we're saying about Brittany, which was basically the point that I made. It took a lot longer the first time around. Mm. Was that I was saying it's very sad that like the industry and the media and the culture at the time made her be like, you know, you're either virginal and sweet or you're like sexy sex object. Um, Even though they were asking her to be both things and there wasn't like no one was saying, oh, you can be a girl from the South who's nice and also has sex. And also, like, is a little bit white trash and also, you know, likes to be girly. And, like, you just weren't allowed to be multifaceted. Um, And I think I (laughs) said before when it wasn't recording, Jessica Simpson gets into this a little bit, too, where they're asking her to be virginal, but also sexy. And it's very confusing for her. Um, Why can't you just be, like, a sweet
0: little slutty girl? Here's a question. Mm -hmm. If Britney Spears came out today, if Britney Spears came out as a 16-year-old pop star in
1: 2023... Sorry, I'm imagining her, a woman in her 40s, being like, it's time for me to come out. I'm actually a 16-year-old pop star. But yeah, if she
0: debuted today. If she debuted today. What do you think the feedback would be? Do you think that people would... Treat her the same the same way? Do you think that we've progressed since then? Yes and no to have we progressed. I think like we still
1: are a fucked society, like in some ways even more deeply um, mm-hmm. because we've had like insane conservative backlash and whatever. But I also think there's like stars now, I don't know, like a Sabrina Carpenter or like a Olivia Rodrigo who are kind of debuting... Mm-hmm at 18 or whatever are like more embraced when they're kind of like openly sexual and stuff. But, but then at the same time, like Brittany was kind of openly sexual Mm -hmm. in her music, but she wasn't allowed to be in her life. I don't know. I think we'd be a little bit easier on her today. It was truly like an absolutely terrible time for paparazzi and, and
0: shaming women and shaming women if they ever went out to a bar. So one thing that like really struck me about this book is Brittany is really open about her social anxiety, and about even before she was famous, she she's just a socially like a socially anxious being, and so yeah. to put her in the spotlight, also she had to be
1: because yeah she grew up in a volatile home yeah where, like with an alcoholic dad, mom who didn't really know how to handle that like mm-hmm. she I thought it was really interesting when she talks about being empathic So I was like I think you just learned how to handle yourself around abusive people. I mean, it is a skill to be able to like read a room and feel out emotions, but it's also like, you shouldn't have to do that.
0: It's a very common trait for children of alcoholics to be able to walk into a room and immediately pick up on the energy of the room because it's a self-protection coping mechanism to be Mm -hmm. able to like walk into a room and be like, Oh, I sense the energy is angry here. I'm going to leave. Um, And I think she extended that to other parts of her life because over the course of the book, she talks about, I think I have a quote here. I've always been almost disturbingly empathic. What people are feeling in Nebraska, I can Mm -hmm. subconsciously feel even though I'm thousands of miles away, which is a bit of a stretch. But I get the idea behind it, which is like she's able to walk into a space or a scenario Mm -hmm. and immediately pick up on the vibes. It's a good metaphor, too, I think, for being, like,
1: kind of overly sensitive, trying to, like, manage everyone else's emotions, especially because she kind of did have to be able to know how someone's feeling in Nebraska because so much about fame, especially at that time, is, like, managing everybody's expectations Mm -hmm. in the world. So, like, yeah, it was really interesting. And it just made me really sad because it's, like, it's hard enough as a person like, a normal, regular civilian to kind of learn that lesson that, like,
0: you can't be responsible for other people's emotions. And, like, she... Ugh! Uh, to be, like, such an empath and then also be such a huge icon that is in front of people all yeah. the time, I can't imagine how overwhelming that is. Okay. We <clears> haven't even
1: gotten to, like... Initial okay. thoughts? Okay. No, we got, we've, we've, we've given initial thoughts. That's for sure. We, like, Yay. um... But we've barely even gotten to the point in the book where she kind of gets to what's seen in the, like the media. I thought it was really interesting from her perspective, the kind of like moments we culturally remember the shaved head, the like, you know, um Sean Preston in her lap while she's driving the car, you know, all this stuff. I really liked seeing what was going on in her head about it. I mean, like, first of all, She was being absolutely fucked by the paparazzi. They were following her everywhere, completely invading her privacy and like disregarding her safety. And then also I thought it was interesting the way she framed it being like, I was, I made sure my kids had childcare. I went out, I had fun. I was getting drunk. Mm -hmm. Like imagine if like you and I in our early mid twenties, Mm Mm-hmm. Had a public eye on us. (laughs) We weren't going out. horrified. (laughs) Like, having a grand old time. This is why we shouldn't have social media or anything (laughs) like that. Because you should be allowed to just fuck up when you're in your, like, mid-20s. And, like, a lot of people have kids young and they fuck up. And they're not publicly, universally vilified. Well,
0: and that's the thing. It's like, even in that passage, she talks about how her, I think her parents were like watching the kids when Mm -hmm. she went out that one time and she came back drunk after Mm -hmm. hanging out with some friends and her mom like shamed her. And she was like, am I not allowed to like go out and enjoy myself? I'm like 25 or whatever age she was. And I made sure I had childcare for my children. Like, I don't know why this is, I'm being shamed for this. The way Brittany frames it in the book is
1: like, you know, I was a young person just like trying to have a fun time. People framed it like I was having a breakdown. Right. maybe there were some mental health issues going on. Like
0: who amongst us isn't having some? I'm on Prozac too, Brittany. Yeah. We are all on, we are all on an antidepressant out here. I know. I mean like to not, Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Like I'm full. Yeah, absolutely. Same. But, and so like, I think a lot of it was just like being young, but then also like, Wait, I, t- I am having a hard time keeping my train of thought. It's really fucking
0: scary. Do you want me to take over?
1: No, wait. No, I'm going to get there. Okay. She was saying that she had a hard time. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think it is complicated because she, she was young. It wasn't that serious. There are people who do much worse things and are not in a conservatorship. Right. She did... Maybe have some mental health issues going on, but like no matter what you think, like no matter if you think like maybe there's some liberties being taken, I feel like the smoking gun is the fact that after she was put in a conservatorship, she was being made to work yes incessantly and be a public figure yeah and pay everyone's salaries and lawyer fees and like buy them houses and and not allowed to spend her own money freely that's just the the truly fucked up thing like no matter where you fall on Britney's story again it's not really our place to say anything but like I don't think you can argue with that fact that the conservatorship was fucked for that reason yeah well
0: what was I gonna say why are we
1: having such a hard time? I don't time? know.
0: No. <laughs> we're starting again. We're starting again. The stupid machine. Yeah. The It keeps giving us a message that says that it is overwhelmed by our brilliance. So mm. it, it stopped a few times. Yeah. But we're going to try again. So we're going to do a strong pivot to try, to try to add some structure to this episode. <clears throat> so thoughts. Yeah. Capital T. Okay, so one thought that Capital I had, T. one thought that one thought that I had, <laughs> yeah, about Brittany, mm-hmm. is I was surprised at how spiritual she is as a human being.
1: I don't think I was surprised. No, why? I think you need something, some kind of higher power, or some kind of like way to like organize your thoughts when you're going through something on such a huge scale.
0: Okay. Well, you like know? I, I understand the religious side because she grew up in Louisiana. She grew yeah. up in like a very religious community, small mm-hmm. town, rural town. But I guess I see that there's a difference between that. There's a difference between religious and spiritual. Yeah. And she seemed a lot more spiritual than I thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was always talking about kind of her body and how she needed to move her mm-hmm. body to feel alive. And I love that. yeah, which is and like you know the spiritual experience of having children and feeling connected mm-hmm.
1: like i don't know what do you mean i i think i i wasn't surprised just because i feel like anyone who like kind of grows up religious and then finds it does not serve them mm-hmm. or it doesn't make sense to them kind of has to kind of start forming their own spiritual ideas mm-hmm. And I think she was really searching for something that would explain, like, because the way that she grew up kind of just straight Christian or whatever, it doesn't seem like they're super religious even as a kid. But, you know, yeah. um, it just wasn't explaining or helping her through her journey at all. And But, like, the, like, bits of Kabbalah that she learned from Madonna and, like, just kind of figuring out what made her feel good is what kind of helped her through. Or feeling God in certain, being mm. like, where do I feel God? When I'm napping with my kids. Like, yes. I don't know. It just, it makes sense to me.
0: Okay. 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 All right. Check. Check. Stamp. stamp. <laughs> First stamp of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's another thing that I thought. Was there anything about the conservatorship or her experience that sort of surprised you as somebody that mm-hmm. has grown up with Britney Spears and... Has listened to her music and has sort of followed her through this journey. Was there anything you learned or made you think differently about the conservativeship?
1: Yeah, I, some of the things did soul shock me, like the exact details of her. I'm like crossing out some of my little <laughs> um, of her being institutionalized, being in basically like solitary confinement, and then mm. like rejoining the rest of the people. Every time that she was either institutionalized or sent to rehab. At least from her perspective, it sounded like she didn't actually have a substance issue. No. And it was just an excuse to control her because she wasn't behaving
0: exactly how they wanted to. I think we should probably cover the thing that devastates me the most about this book. Okay. Which is the long history of family abuse. Yeah. um, And how history repeats itself. Because that's one thing that I find really fascinating. And the most terrible way about her story is she— she goes really in-depth into talking about one of her grandmothers, um, yeah. whose name is— Oh, I actually didn't <laughs> write it
1: down. <laughs> it. I feel like is it was Jean or June Jean? or Don. I think it was Jean. It
0: might have been Jean. I think it was Jean. Uh, so it was she, June's wife. <laughs> yes. So she, talk, she talks about her grandmother, Jean, um, who I think is the, one of the grandmothers she's more close to. Uh, mm, no, she died before she was born, I think. Mm, am I thinking of Lexi? The one she was close to was Lexi. Lexi.
1: Which you should remember because you've got your own sexy Lexi. Sexy Lexi. Lexi. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, In case we haven't covered this on the pod, <laughs> Tyler has a grandma named Lexi who we call sexy Lexi. Hi Lexi. We,
0: I'm adding myself to your family. You're just adding yourself to <laughs> my yeah. family lore. Uh-huh. Um, Lex Tanelli, love you Nana. Um, so, mm, Brittany has a grandma named Jean who is she, tell- she talks about it a lot in the book. And she essentially is like, June, her grandpa. Yes. Yes. June, her grandpa. Her um, paternal grandpa. Her yeah. paternal grandpa. Um, had a lot of issues. But uh, at one point in his life, he essentially institutionalized two of his wives. Yes. Yeah. Including Jean and then another wife that he had. I mean, Brittany talks a lot about Jean and how... Jean was put into this facility against her will, was put on lithium, mm-hmm. which is um, a very specific drug that Brittany was eventually put on. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like they're leading parallel lives because Jean gets put on this drug, gets institutionalized, ultimately feels very out of control, feels very controlled by men, ends up killing herself. And then yeah. Brittany later in the book talks about how for the entire time that she was in all of these rehabs and all of these mental institutions, She had this very distinct sense that people were trying to kill her, that like Mm -hmm. they were putting her in this institution. And I don't think it was unfounded. No, I don't think it's unfounded. It's almost like her and Jean had a very parallel lives, but she managed to escape. Like Jean died and she managed to pull herself out of this because she was also put on lithium and she was also institutionalized against her will. And she. But she had both of her kids to live for. Like Jean had lost
1: a son. I mean, it really is just like generational trauma will yeah. fucking get us all. And it's so hard to escape the cycle, you know, and in a way she, she kind of maybe has, and that's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Like, you know, she's talked about how like her dad, Jamie, you know, Jamie's dad, June really like pushed him so hard in sports, like overworked him like to the bone. Then Jamie did the same thing to Brittany's brother, Brian, Brian, Mm -hmm. who I know very little about because he's like not really in pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Which I mean, probably thank God. sounds like he's had a rough time too, but anyway, generational (laughs) trauma is fucked. Um, But I did find it really, really moving every time she talked about how her kids were what got her through Mm -hmm. and her kids are what I think a lot of people might have a hard time understanding. Like if you're, mentally competent why would you submit to something like this and yeah. she does articulate it really well that's because of her sons because yeah. her family said you won't see your sons if you don't submit to a conservatorship and there's a quote I wrote down that I was really moved by when she said there's nothing more important to me on this earth like nothing that I love more than my children I'd lay down my life for them so I thought, why not my freedom? And it's like, yeah, of course, you would do anything to see your kids. Yeah. like Ugh.
0: Ugh. Heartbreaking. Hey, <laughs> cross that up. Check. Stop. Check. <laughs> okay, I have two more points. I have more too. okay am going to go on for answer. So, <laughs> <laughs> And another really important thought that I wanted okay. to express is there's a moment in the book yes. <clears throat> where Brittany, Brittany's going through a hard time. She's going through <laughs> the whole book. <laughs> yes. Brittany's going, th- there's a moment in the book where she talks about the abortion that she had and the sort of, yeah. she had to take, uh, not plan B, but she had to like yeah. basically None get for prison or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I don't
1: know if I pronounced that right.
0: But it it's should be available right to idea. all. <laughs> it's the right idea. Yeah. Um and she's <laughs> sitting on the floor of her bathroom and she's in severe pain. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake comes into the room <laughs> with a guitar. Fucking Ken yes. from the Barbie yeah. movies, her. <laughs> I literally <laughs> that's wrote. all I could think it's, about. It's giving Ken. That's it what is. I wrote. And it was such a strong memory. He comes I in. I to push you well, <laughs> I, well, I will. Well, then, I will. That's what yes. JT did. Th- that's exactly the yeah. song that he probably played. But he comes yeah. into the room and he starts strumming guitar because he thinks it's going to like make her feel better. And she's like, I'm in the worst pain of my life. Like, sorry, Justin. Yeah. Anyways, that was one of the most important thoughts that I had. (laughs) That is
1: important. And I'm glad you you made time for that. Thank you. Um, I do have a couple more questions. Okay, great. I'm listening. And I'm, hey, feel free to edit. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Um, One like regret or like, I guess my overall question is specific details you were hoping to see in the book Mm -hmm. or were hoping to see a different take on. One for me was like, The, the Times review of the book was like, I was hoping to read this and find out why there's a Titanic reference. This is what I what? thought Lexi for in uh, Oops, I Did It Again. Are you familiar? The, I thought you got it from the yes, of the ocean in the end. exactly. The yeah. like skit in the middle of Oops, I Did It yes, Again. Yes, the classic skit. Okay. Yeah. Um, And they're like, we wanted to know why that happened. Which I'm like, yeah, we don't know why that I happened. I actually never even thought about that. <laughs> like, I was like, did that like come out like, ar- I mean, I'm sure it came out around the time, but like, did James Cameron say, Britney, can you make a little song?
0: <laughs> or but was she just it- a fan? Or was she just I a think fan of I she was just or- a fan.
1: Or I think a lot of like, I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote a lot of her songs, but that like Swedish guy. The C- oh, Swedish man, the yeah, Swedish DJ. He wrote so much of like, sink and Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and Brittany and Robin and the, they all don't make a ton of sense because they're like a Swedish guy writing English lyrics but mm-hmm. we didn't get that so my question was <laughs> were there any details that you were wanting to get from the book that you did not get
0: there weren't any she actually covered a lot of the topics that I mm-hmm. would be interested in so she taught she covered um sort of the shaving the head incident she covered her relationship with her children she, she covered she
1: recovered the shaving that recovered when she covered the mm-hmm. shaving the head thing I was like Yeah, who fucking cares if you shave your head?
0: Like, Yeah, I actually, that was one of the most powerful moments I think in Britney's lore to me that I have always appreciated because I've heard before, she's given interviews that's mm -hmm. talked about like why she did it and how she's like, everyone was just looking at me all the time and I just wanted to take it all away. Like I wanted to be like F you for trying to take advantage of me because I'm pretty. She covered a lot of that, but what I did find interesting to sort of pivot slightly is she covered- uh, her relationship with Instagram more than I thought she would. I kind of like that. Cause she yeah. would be like
1: talking about her family. And she'd be like, look, I know I should talk to my parents a lot on Instagram, but like, if you had been through what I'd been through, you probably would too. Yeah. Like, did you see the most recent, like the Taylor Swift post? No. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. What is the Taylor Swift okay. post? She posted this like throwback that was like when I was doing, I think it was like the oops tour, okay. like her first kind of big tour. Someone was like, Brittany, there's this girl here who loves your music. She wants to sing for you. It was Taylor Taylor Swift. And she was like, heard Taylor Swift sing. And she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so good. And they took a little picture together. What? And they, like, took another picture later at, like, a VMAs or something. And she posted that recently and was like, this is a blast from the past. And then (laughs) in the same post. Oh, no. In the same post, she's like, mom. There were some Madame Alexander dolls that were at the house last oh! time I went, and now they're not there. And I don't know what you did with them, but I don't care. But I'm just saying, like, why did you do something? <laughs> Makes a lot more sense uh, after reading the book. Because yeah. that was one of the few things she cared about. Her parents okay. fucking got rid of the Madame Alexander dolls. Let's talk
0: about that. Because that it was one of the last chapters of the book, and it broke my heart into little pieces. She talks about she talks about this moment later in her life where she's in a continual struggle to try to forgive her family and to like reconcile with them or just try to find a way to like coexist with them, right? And she goes home, she goes to visit them in Louisiana and she goes like into her like childhood home and she realizes that they have gotten rid of like a bunch of like her favorite dolls, a bunch of her like, is it journal entries or poetry that she has written? Which is
1: so sad because she talks about like, being poor growing up and like and so I think when you are poor you like really value your possessions more. Mm. I just sound so fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're poor, when you you're like poor, yourself. you love the stuff that you have. <laughs> but she really valued those, mm. like Michelle, Michelle, Michelle
0: Alex- Alexander, What?
1: Alexander. No, no, Madam Alexander. Madame. Dolls. I remember those because there was a time when they would give them as McDonald's Happy Meal toys, and I was like, "What the fuck are oh. these?" I don't know what this is. Even though I liked the porcelain doll. What are some significant Britney moments in your own personal life? Like what are some Britney milestones for you? I've got a I've got one. This ready is to be, go. We won't be cutting this out. <laughs> this is <laughs> a, a significant. Now, here's the signal of Tyler. <laughs> Snap, clap, slap me. <laughs>
0: slap me. Wait.
1: <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going to have you slap the back of my hand. Why? That's painful. No, it's not. That's,
0: yes, it is. Okay. More than the front. E- this is not the important. Mom. The important thing.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was like,
0: we're not going to do this out. <laughs> the okay. important thing is in middle school, no, in elementary school, okay. there was a thing called Hit Clips. Do you remember these? <laughs> For those who never experienced it, mm-hmm. is you have like a little
1: player and then you have little like chips that you put in it. Okay. But they only play 30 seconds mm-hmm. of the song, mm-hmm. which is like Again, for people who experienced the early age of iTunes, you could only listen to the (laughs) 30-second sample of a song before you bought it. Um, But I was like, this is crazy. This is so cool. It's like a pre-MP3 player. Mm -hmm. And I remember listening to,
0: like, Baby One More Time and, like, Bye, Bye, Bye. Anyways, hit clips were eclipse. a significant part of my life that Brittany was involved in. Did you have in. them? I had them. <gasps> we used to trade them in the lunchroom in elementary school. But that's
1: cool. Because we had like, the, they
0: were like tiny and you could like be like, I want that Christina Aguilera song. I'm so
1: jealous that you had an eclipse and that you traded you them. You didn't have any?
0: They were like, no. why? I don't know.
1: Poor. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> I wasn't poor. I think I, my child brain was like, if my parents were like casually, "Oh, well, we're broke. I'd be like, we have no money. We're bankrupt.
0: <laughs>
1: or if my parents were like, anything. you can't buy everything you want at Old Navy. You're like, I'd be like, we're poor." You know what <laughs> I mean? I can't get the chocolate
0: milk in the cafeteria. <laughs> Which I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're not I could brag. have chocolate milk. <laughs> but I didn't have hit clips. Hmm. I have nothing else to say about hit clips. Well, tell me more about the hit clips that you had. I uh, I think I had three. I had Britney, NSYNC, and Christina Aguilera. Probably Baby One More Time. Yeah. Yeah. The classic ones. Okay. Uh, Very brief question. Yes. Favorite Britney song? You would ask such a question?
1: (laughs) Sacrilege. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I will say that Oops, I Did It Again is a repeat on my playlist. Mm. I love that song. I love in the occasional times so when I do a little run, it doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> but that like key change, and we're just like, <laughs> oops, I did it
0: again
1: with your heart Got lost in game <laughs> Yeah, you know Yeah, you know. I know the one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope the mics registered that. <laughs> Willow just pressed her food button. Later. Willow later. Okay. Um. What else do we have? I asked that. I asked that. Uh-huh.
1: What are your hopes for Brittany moving forward?
0: I hope that Brittany can live the rest of her life doing whatever the hell she wants. I know. Like... I don't care if she goes to Cancun every weekend. I don't care if she. Puts, I hope
1: she goes to Cancun every weekend. She should put her full she body wants on Instagram. To do is to go to Cancun and have someone drive her around on a jet ski. <laughs>
0: yes, <Yeah>, she doesn't <laughs> fully want to drive naked, it. fully naked, and she deserves that. I
1: love when she's like, people are like, well, "It's weird when you post naked pics
0: on Instagram." And she's like, "I want to." This is, end. That's of period. enough reason. Period. Period. No is a sentence. That is a sentence.
1: Ugh. I think that is my hope for many people is that post, I wish there was a more, I wish it was more acceptable to like have fame, have notoriety, whatever, and then just like go live your life. Like, yeah, it is crazy to consider like if you had a hit song or whatever and then you went and were an accountant, everyone would be like, what the fuck? Right. Are you being an accountant? And you should be allowed to be an accountant. Anyone should be allowed if they love math. Brittany loved receipts. (laughs) She She kept them in a bowl. She kept (laughs) them in a bowl. And she kept track of them. I don't keep track of my receipts. (laughs) I think the idea that a celebrity should have to provide for us till the end of their lifetime is insane. I think you should be able to like, her rowdy of work is incredible. She should have Peace.
0: Maddie, what's next? Game. Game. <laughs> Game. <laughs> we'll
1: see. First off. Okay. First round, bonus round. Lightning round, if you will, but oh. first. Never comes first, if you think about that. Mm-hmm. I would like you to guess the percentage of one-star reviews on Amazon.
0: For this book. 4%.
1: By prices Right rules, you lost. Because no. it's 1%. On One Goodreads, it's less than
0: 1%. 1%? Like, so small wow. that I was able to scroll through them all myself. I mean, it also is very recently released. I was also going to say, it was released in October. Yep. So, like, I knew it was a small yeah. number, but...
1: Also, I found... Sorry for all the ASMR there. Um, That one-star reviews are always, almost always shorter than, like, the higher the review, the longer the review often. Okay. Um, But yeah, 1% one-star reviews on Amazon, less than 1% one-star reviews on Goodreads.
0: Good. She deserves it. She deserves no hate. You're not
1: looking at this, are
0: you? No, I'm not looking. Okay, well, don't. I'm not looking.
1: Okay, so I have three rounds for you. Usually, I lazy but i was inspired by you i did three rounds ah, mm-hmm.
0: ah, okay. okay love that
1: so uh the first round i'll just give you the name of the review and the review okay so the name of the poster no the name of the review oh, the
0: literal title okay. the
1: subject line okay okay number one sticky residue as far as the book itself i cannot wait to read it the one star isn't about the content of the book, rather the front and back cover of it. When I received the book, it was completely covered in a sticky substance. I requested a replacement, but honestly, why ship a book that's sticky and dirty? I hope the next book I received is in perfect condition, because now I have to go out of my way and go return the book. Okay. That's number one. Number two. Oops, Amazon did it again. I'm a huge, huge Brittany, spelled B-R-T-I-N-E-Y, fan. So obviously (laughs) I pre-ordered her memoir. Imagine how mad I was when it arrived covered in gunk.
0: What the hell?
1: (laughs) What Amazon warehouse is sending out these books? The crazy thing is that this has happened to me before. Sticky books twice? No, thank you, capital U. Needless to say, I won't be ordering books from Amazon anymore. Pissed I have to drive to the Barnes & Noble when I was so well prepared. Okay. Okay. Number 3. Um, this is the title. Okay. <laughs> Got this book today. Was extremely excited to unbox it and read it. When taken out of the box, I immediately felt the stickiness on the book. (laughs) And upon further investigation, it appears someone literally C U asterisk, 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 (laughs) asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. I'm assuming cummed on my book. (laughs) Should have been came, but I digress. How disgusting and so disrespectful! Needless to say, I am exchanging it for a new one. Here's to hoping my next one is clean. So which one did I make up?
0: Oh, my God. It's really hard. But I want to say the last one because I know how much you love unboxing.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So Red.
0: Tyler, finally,
1: you're wrong. Oh, no. Which one was it? It was number two. Amazon. I did it again. <laughs> but there were so I... many. Re- Tyler, when I tell you the majority of one star reviews on Amazon were about okay. sticky covers. Well, the fact that there's a whole category. Yeah. All three of these. There were so many more. I'm concerned. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Jaden James is packaging the books or what. I guess he's probably like fucking 18 at this point. But. Sorry.
0: Jaden, do you mean her son? Yeah. Her son is coming all over her books. And no! <laughs> and he's it was eating candy
1: and then putting oh, yes. in envelopes. Mm. So I got you there. Okay. okay well, set number well, two. You ready?
0: No. Okay. Go.
1: This is also a review title and then review. Okay. Okay. All right. Number one. Horrible. <laughs> Reading this book felt like listening to a long-winded story, being told by a child, It bounced around every thought and never finished a complete thought. I am glad she is free and happy now. (laughs) Number two. Okay. Don't waste your money. She acts all crazy. So I expected crazy stuff about her and Hollywood crazy famous people. And it really was not. I want my money back. Number three. Scammed. Everyone said this book was a tell-all but she didn't even mention Fred Durst or Howie yeah. Day <laughs> <laughs> barely any T SMH <laughs> I gotta say the last one <laughs> yeah that was me <laughs> Fred Durst <laughs> she, she was rumored to have been dating Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit. okay I, I did google <laughs> Britney Spears like dating history dating history yeah. <laughs> Okay. And Howie Day I didn't know about. Apparently know about they met that. at one of her like Malibu rehabs.
0: He was there? Yeah. This is Howie Day of Collide? Collide. I think. Interesting. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> but I was like, Howie Day, I know him. Huh. What's interesting is I didn't guess that it was you based on those two. I guessed that it was you based on the title, which was
1: "Scammed." <laughs> it was probably the way I read it too. If I had it was, read it You were so enthusiastic. Scammed. <laughs> Scammed. Okay. okay. Set three. Okay. This time, I'm gonna give you username okay. and review because this is good reads.
0: Okay. Okay. Baby. Baby.
1: Okay. Princess Peach, you're telling me. She was that heartbroken over some ramen hair asshole. Get over it, girl. Diamond. (laughs) Okay. If a man tried to play a guitar for me while I was in the worst pain ever, I would punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And Amanda. Justin Randall Timberlake is a bitch.
0: I want to say the second one. You made up because we both mentioned how Justin was giving Ken vibes. And you'd be wrong.
1: No. No, you straightener. When I was writing it, I was feeling so, like, anxious about it. I was like, Tyler's been doing so good. (sighs) And I've been doing so bad. But I was Princess Peach. You're telling Uh, me that she was heartbroken over some ramen hair asshole. Listen, that was my second choice. I know.
0: It's always the second
1: choice. I was afraid that you would guess that because I was
0: like, how is so much of the book about Justin? We don't love him. And also we love ramen. So I should have guessed I should do better, but it's been a minute. This is my first game back from our hiatus. Still getting one is a great job. Yeah. Because we're such
1: good writers. We're such good writers. We're such good writers. Okay. We did the game. Um, Okay. Any final thoughts? Um, This is a bestseller in your book.
0: What's funny? Is when I started reading the book, I was like, wow, this is written really terribly. It feels like a child wrote this. But then I finished it and I was like, you know, this is Brittany's heart. This is, mm-hmm. she's being true to herself. I feel like I can hear her talking in mm-hmm. the book. And maybe that is what makes a good memoir is you hear I the think voice. It, I think I, to me, it is a
1: bestseller, even though it's like, I have my like criteria of what I consider like an incredible memoir it's maybe not reaching that criteria but Mm. it is a bestseller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like this is a book I will think about and return to and is important. Um, It's maybe not the best written memoir of all time but I think it's
0: a bestseller. Okay. Yeah. Well that's settled. That's settled. It's
1: time to pick the next book. Let's do it. I think we should look We should pause and look at the thing and then spin the wheel. (laughs) Are we cheating? Okay, we looked at the list and we're reading Stephen King. We thought about doing the wheel. You know what? In the... We are solidly at the year mark before
0: the election. Mm. We don't have to do the wheel in this year. No, we don't. For democracy. For democracy. We have voted... On the book that we're going to In our <laughs> democracy, we're not going to vote. We're not going <laughs> to. Actually, we did no, we, vote. We did vote. You're right. We You're got two right. votes. Yeah. And popular the, vote. The two, in the, fact, the popular vote chose. It should Stephen be the regular vote. And we're choosing Holly by Stephen King. Yeah.
1: And insanely, neither of us have read Stephen King. Which is great.
0: My microphone <laughs> is backwards. Oh.
1: oh. It is crazy because we both love. horror Horror. Lord. And yet, we've never read a single Stephen King because we were born in 1993, and there were mm. movies.
0: There were movies for that we most watched. of them by that point, and we couldn't read at that point because we were we
1: couldn't read. Fetuses. We were born,
0: we were babies,
1: fetuses to baby,
0: fetus, fetus to baby. That's the pipeline. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, beginning of 1993. Yeah, we both were fetuses. It's true. It's the facts. It's the facts. March, I was a baby. Trailer, may? still a fetus
0: didn't exist didn't exist yet depending no, on your politics you depending exist. on your politics
1: i mean at a certain point in may you definitely did I exist. existed by may but at by the end of may you did yeah i did yeah yeah okay i mean i think most people regardless of <laughs> politics would agree that by may you were a human <laughs> Because you would have been, you would have survived outside the womb.
0: <laughs> Some Republicans would argue that a day before I was born, I could have been aborted. No. And people do that all the time. absolutely
1: not what Republicans would argue. <laughs> yes, they would. Republicans would argue that the day you were conceived, you were a human.
0: But I'm saying they make the argument that up until like the day before I'm born, there are Democrats out there being crazy oh, okay, aborting.
1: Yeah. The Republicans yeah. would have us believe Correct. that anyone. On the left, would have born a baby
0: right up until mm-hmm. birth. Correct. As I'm coming out of the canal. Maybe like, yeah, hey, never mind. Slit my throat. Yeah, that's not true. But I made it. I made it. I survived. My God. Okay. And, and my name my is Tyler. Name is Maddie. And this is best sellers. Ah, wait. We don't have a little glass to clank, but ready? No, oh, give this to me. Oh, I can't do it? Okay. I guess you can, if you want, take it. Be loud.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. There's still
0: something in there.
1: Maybe not the right idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the it. winner.
1: And Justin Randall Timberlake, you're a bitch. Good night. <laughs>